Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock. Follow him at Bob Rock. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. This episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Locked On Fantasy Football. It's time, Bob Rock, for you just to get absolutely eviscerated in every single one of your fantasy football leagues. If you need help, Vinny Iyer of the Sporting News provides you the edge you need in your fantasy football leagues. Locked On Fantasy Football is a daily podcast just like Bo and mine all year round so your fantasy team never fails. Subscribe to the Locked On Fantasy Football podcast. Big show today today uh, for us. We have um, some rankings. It's still list season, Bo. Um, we've got some new uniforms that aren't the Arizona Cardinals. Surprise, surprise. And Bo and I revisit Throwdown Thursday in the final segment this time surrounding which NFC West team poses the biggest threat to the Arizona Cardinals. Um, first off, Brendan Clean, luckiest man alive, <laughs> host of Locked On Suns. They're going to the finals. Um, magical game last night in the Valley. Lined the streets around the airport as the guys flew back in from Los Angeles. Um, we can only hope, Bo, that one day we will be covering one of the two last teams standing in the NFL, but right now it's the sun spotlight to join, to enjoy. They kind of, uh, they're creating a path, right? And Kyler Murray <laughs> recently mentioned that, how they want to kind of piggyback the success of the Phoenix Suns. It's kind of uh, driving them to kind of make their own run of the, their own in the, um, in the NFL ranks. And I saw something today, I was just scrolling Instagram and I saw Larry Fitzgerald shout out the Suns. Obviously, Larry Fitzgerald, we don't know what his status is, for the Arizona Cardinals, going to be 37 years old. Um, he just he's a minority owner in the Phoenix Suns, so he's he's going to show up. He's going to say, "Hey, way to go, guys!" But uh, when you think about Chris Paul, and then you think about Larry Fitzgerald, their paths in their respective leagues are very similar. Like, do you think that this Chris Paul kind of getting to the finals for the first time in his career could drive Larry Fitzgerald to say, "Hey"? I got one more in me. I want to make. I want one more crack at this. I like our roster. I've had a good time the last two seasons. It's kind of reminiscent of the Suns. Kind of, you know, they they didn't have success before Chris Paul. They didn't make the playoffs. They were still in that like that terrible mode where they were ten seasons without being in the postseason. But they got over the hump. You know, it, maybe JJ Watt plays the role of Chris Paul, but. Larry Fitzgerald, this has got to get those competitive juices, maybe the want to get back on the playing field and compete one last time. It, it, I, 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 how does he get away from it? You know, I don't think competitive juices are ever going to leave his bloodstream. You know, it just depends on in what avenue he's going to be competing. No, I don't think that had anything to do with, with his decision. I mean, I feel like Larry Fitzgerald forgot. He's like, oh, I haven't told you guys yet. I meant to do that like six weeks ago. I, I mean, at this point, I, the writing's been on the wall for a month, in my opinion. Um, maybe, but I, but most likely not. I, I, I do um, I do find it interesting that it shows professional sports as a whole your team could make it to the finals. 
regardless of where you are, if you add some high-impact pieces, like if you told me that the Suns would make the finals after the trade for Chris Paul, I would have said, drug test this man, obviously. But the Cardinals could be in that same position. We don't know what's going to happen with injuries. We don't know how a team's going to mesh. We don't know with, with the new leadership somewhat regime from guys that were brought in what, what impact it's going to have. Obviously, it's going to be far-fetched, but I wonder if the Cardinals' odds and I should have done research on this before we talked about it. I wonder if the Cardinals' odds are are longer than what the Suns were when before the NBA season started. I would probably say not. I would probably say the Suns' odds to make the finals were longer than the Cardinals to make the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm just you know, looking so, at I mean, some, some win predictions before the season for the Phoenix Suns. Um, I think it was around 41 or 42. They, but I can't remember. Report had had uh, had them finishing ninth in the West at thirty five and thirty seven. Oh, thirty five with a forty five percent playoff probability. Uh, yeah. They were plus fifty five hundred. Look, they're right in the same boat. They really are. But it take it takes some big time moves by some veteran players to kind of take kind of take these teams from these very low expectations. To just absolutely blowing those expectations out of the water. I mean, the the biggest thing we've pointed this out. The biggest difference right now between, or not the biggest difference, the biggest hurdle, I guess, would be between the Phoenix Suns and the Arizona Cardinals is Monty Williams. Monty Williams. I mean, if you look up throughout this entire postseason when the Phoenix Suns needed to dial up a play, whether it's the Valley Oop or I mean, there are several different instances where Monty Williams has just been an X's and O's genius. And I know that Cliff Kingsbury has the ability to do that, but can he put it in play? Can he do it when it matters? Can he dial up the right play when it calls for it when there's, you know, only a few seconds on the clock? Now you could make the argument the Hale Murray, but stop that. Look, I mean, yeah, it, it takes DeAndre Hopkins and, and Kyler Murray being the guys that they are, but there were no alternative plays there. There but was here's seven the seconds left. But here's the thing, Monty Williams, and he's he's very he's a very humble individual when it comes to it, and he's he'll admit to his his faults in his first uh, coaching stop in New Orleans, which happened to be with Chris Paul, and how he he wasn't a good coach back then, and where his shortcomings were. That was a long time ago. This isn't a guy in his third year, and the expectations for Cliff Kingsbury to just immediately learn from his mistakes in the previous two seasons and figure out in year three, that that would be a little, that's a little, I don't know. I, I don't think that that's possible. And I think that's the biggest difference here. Yeah, you've got a veteran-laden roster infused with some interesting young players that are electric to watch. But, you know, as far as the coaching staff, there's a big difference there. For sure, there is. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, you know what, there also is a big difference regarding is the rest of the NFL's uniforms and the Cardinals because the Cardinals uniforms are like a third-year head coach who's never won at any level, and the rest of the NFL is what Monty Williams did throughout the regular season in the playoffs for the Suns. San Francisco 49ers, both second favorite team, dropped uh, throwback uniforms uh, either late yesterday or early this morning, and um, they look clean. They look like new NFL uniforms. The red looks a little different, even though they're technically throwback. Um the Arizona Cardinals, I don't know if you know this, Bo, and I don't know if Michael Bidwell knows this or not, they haven't changed their uniforms in a while. And this is something that we talk about during the regular season, 
and we talk about during silly season and list season. This is not like a, hey, let's fill four or five minutes of a podcast. This is this is an issue, and it continues to be an issue. There is so much that can be done besides a bird on the side of a helmet. And I know that people love the, oh, you know, it's it's the logo, but it doesn't have to be. Right. There are no rules. Michael Bidwa could change it to the fighting uh, badonkeys if he wants to. He can do whatever he wants, and he chooses to stand pat, sit up in his suite, and not do anything about it. Imagine the revenue, just purely from a capital perspective. The revenue for brand new uniforms with all these new players. Like, I don't understand why they're sitting on their hands here. I, I just don't get it. Make all white uniforms. D get weird. Look at how bad some of Seattle's uniforms are, and look how, some, how great some of them are. Probably by happy accidents, Bob Ross style. They need to do. They need to do something. I mean, I'm losing my mind here. Whenever when all you see is new uniforms from other from other teams and nothing from the Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, it, it's been tough the last. You know, they haven't made the postseason for five years. So the fact that there hasn't been a lot of energy spent on the uniforms, I don't. You're not going to get a big problem. Big, you know, I, I I'm not going to care that much. I, I would rather them focus on on the roster. But at the same time, I do know that. Uh, it, it does do a big, th as far as the fan base is concerned, there would be some pride in, in some better looking duds. No doubt about it. I mean, I personally, I'm indifferent on the, on the uniforms, but I do see how college football is going. I, I just look across sports. I mean, even Major League Baseball, which is as old school as any of the professional sports go, they're even doing like the town themed uniforms, right? You've seen them and, and people love to crush them, whatever the, the Wrigleyville ones for the Cubs. The uh, blue and yellow ones for the Red Sox. Some of them are atrocious. The the White Sox is legit. I don't understand why they're not dabbling, why they're not taking chances, because right now everybody is. So it is it is kind of interesting that I even follow an Instagram account. It's like uh, Cardinals need new uniforms. It's got over 1,800 followers. And it just posts new uniforms for the Cardinals, new concepts, I want to say like on a daily basis. I mean, there there is... And Johnny Venerable, who joins us on Fridays, he got some insight, a source from the organization that said uh, they didn't know that the, the disdain, that's Stupid. the quote, the disdain for the uniforms, which is, that's um, that's a little concerning. Like, because this has been something that's been going on for two years. So I, I don't know. It's being out of touch. It, 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 what that's called. it really is. It is. I mean, have they been so uh, absorbed or, you know, as far as trying to get this team back on track? That's one thing. But look, you got enough. You, you're a professional organization. You, you can have somebody you can have somebody on staff that's uh, keeping, you know, paying attention to what the, the fans want, what the uniforms need to be. That's fine. You don't have to have everybody dialed in to making sure that the, they're competitive in the NFC West. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock, follow him at Bob Rack. Follow me at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Some fun news about YouTube we'll talk about next, as well as a big guest coming up early next week. Also, the Cardinals are atop a list, unbelievably. Is it for the right reasons, though? We'll talk about that next right here on Locked On Cardinals. Bo, Giannis is out. Trey Young is up in the air. What does Bet Online have to say about it? Two and a half point favorites. That's the Milwaukee Bucks tonight as this series continues. Game five for the winner. They get a date with the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. You want action on any of that? Bet on lines. The fastest, easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season in full swing. You can track all that action. 
Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, the NBA, NHL, UFC, MMA action. Before this pitch, drop the hockey puck, tip basketball, go over to Bet Online, your laptop, your mobile device, check all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Sign up bonuses? Yeah, we've got an amazing one right now. You sign up today. Go to use your cell. It's that easy, right at your fingertips. And you sign up today, you get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Deposit. Get off the sidelines. Get into the action. Bet online. Your online sportsbook experts. Second segment here, Locked on Cardinals. Um, first, we've hit 100 subscribers on YouTube within a couple weeks. So thank you to everybody who subscribed so far. We're hoping to add a couple zeros towards the back end of that. But this is a very good start. Getting a lot of comments, a lot of likes, a lot of, a lot of watches. Thank you very much. Uh, tell your friends. We're on YouTube. If if you don't like friends, if you don't have friends that um, like to listen and they like to watch, we do it live 99% of the time. So we do it live. We post it. We make it look pretty. And it's there at your disposal. Thank you again. Everybody who watches, follow us, subscribe, and watch on YouTube. Um, big guest. We've maxed, out, uh, we've maxed out Alex Clancy's mom's bridge club. They're all, <laughs> they've all signed up. They've all signed up. So we need new subscribers. I'll tell you what. Bridge is a tough game. I learned it when I was younger. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. Um, it's way over your head. Too many numbers and colors. Um, big guest for Tuesday. Um, Jason Moore from the Fantasy Footballers is going to join us. He's a Phoenix kid. He's a Cardinals fan. He's a Suns fan. I was texting with him yesterday. Last thing he left off with was Suns in six. Um, so I guess you can call him Nostradamus if you want. Uh, the fantasy footballers are no joke. Uh, they're one of the biggest fantasy football podcasts on the planet. I think they're always in the top three or four in, in fantasy football podcasts across all uh, plat platforms. Uh, Jason FFL on Twitter at FFBallers on Twitter. Great follows. Jason Moore is going to join us. Break down everything you need to know about Kyler Murray, about DeAndre Hopkins, about AJ Green, about James Conner. I mean, Matt Prater even, and this defense. Where do you draft this Arizona Cardinals defense? He will give us all the information that he has, and I'll tell you what, it's some of the best in the business. So Jeremy Clough, Jeremy Clough, Jeremy Clough from AZ Central. Um, was it Jeremy Clough? I, I do believe it was Jeremy Clough. Thank you, Jeremy, for this insight. Uh, taking, yeah. Um, he wrote an article citing, let me get this right. Uh, citing Mark Lane of USA Today Sports Touchdown Wire, ranking the NFL stadiums, all 32. And, Bo, if I, I mean, you know what it is now, but if I were to, if you wouldn't have known before I told you, where would you think State Farm Stadium would have ranked out of all 32? Because there are some old ones, there are some brand yeah. new ones. I mean, State Farm Stadium isn't young, as it were. I mean, it's not brand new. Oh, sick. Uh, but it's also Lambo. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So where, where where do you think that they where it would rank? I mean, it's a sweet stadium. Yeah, the big toaster oven. Um, <laughs> it's yeah. Obviously, I spent more time in there than any other any other NFL stadium. It's nice. Obviously, they, they use it for national championship games, Final Fours, the Super Bowl. It's in the rotation for a reason. Um, yeah, it's top ten, no doubt about it. It's top five. I, I think it gets uh, underrated as far as how loud it gets in there. I mean, the Red Sea gets, I mean, it, it's absurd how loud it gets in there when the, when the Cardinals absolutely need it. Um, I was surprised by the ranking. I was. But at the same token, 
like major league baseball stadiums are cathedrals. Like they have like their own charm. I don't get the same like I don't get the same sense from really any other like sporting venue. Maybe college football stadiums, but like at the NFL level, like Lambeau, you mentioned, like that stands out to me because of the history. Yeah, Soldier Field. I mean, maybe yeah, Soldier Field's kind of from what I've heard, it's a dump. But look, yeah, you can you can matter. tell me if I'm wrong there. But I've heard it, it's not a very nice stadium, uh, and they're looking to move. That was in the headlines recently. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't hold like when I go to a football game, the action's on the field. So as as long as you're comfortable and the amenities are nice and, and everything's up to date, and you're not using a, a, you're not peeing in a trough. I'm good with that because there. Like, if, remember when you used to go to Sun Devil Stadium and it was easy like, to please, Bo. It was as, very easy to please. It was as, it was as recent as like five. Give years me ago. dividers. You were you were Give peeing me in a literal trough. At Sun Devil Stadium, like five years ago, that happens so, when I was growing up. That's all you did, and that's all we I had know. in the well, bathrooms. I mean, look, if the bridge didn't date you, this is going to date you absolutely. When you were growing- <laughs> People play play bridge to this day, Bo. Okay, thank you for yeah, that diatribe. Wor- I just wanted a ranking. Out. I just wanted a, a number, bridge. and you gave me twenty five minutes. We have a thirty minute podcast. <laughs> the card, <laughs> the Cardinals come in at number two at State Farm Stadium, and cool, great, no. as you mentioned. Uh, renowned for uh, CFP playoffs, national championship games, Super Bowls, etc. The first thing that I thought of, though, unfortunately, is that's probably also the most traveled to stadium for opposing teams. Sure. And you would say Lambeau, you'd say, you know, maybe Soldier Field, uh, Foxborough when Brady was there, but the majority of the football season is immaculate weather-wise. The tickets are usually cheaper there. Then if you want to go to Lambeau and had to give your, you know, your left front tire and axle, if you wanted to get in, I mean, it's, there are definitely perks to going to an Arizona Cardinals game if you're a road opponent. And the reason why I brought that up is because it, it makes it more well-known, you know, it makes it more known than Phoenix being talked about as a small market when it's a, like, what, a top 12 media market. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. So it comes in second. Cool. Much ado about nothing. I just thought it was interesting, what and was the number reason one? why um, the Vikings' new stadium, oh. which is, is that, you know immaculate, but it kills like thousands of birds a, a year because of the glass ceiling. Yeah, it's just a big glass structure, this and they don't. Podcast is brought to you by the a- by um you know what is it the ASP the, what's the the animal one? Uh, doesn't matter. Peta. Uh, oh, Peta. Sorry. Yeah, Peta. Um, <laughs> yeah. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, locked on Cardinals. Coming up next. Throwdown Thursday, who is the toughest opponent for 2021 for the Arizona Cardinals? Who should they fear most? We'll talk about that coming up in a sec. But first, Bo, um, I had one this morning, and I'm going to try not to have one this afternoon. Talking about Built Bar. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar on the planet. They're all chocolate-covered, first of all. They have nine flavors, and they have – I'm going to let Bo talk about the uh, the special flavors they have because I get too excited. Um, 15, grams of pro, or 15 grams of protein under five grams of sugar, between 130 and 180 calories. These things are perfect. And the best part is they're not grizzly. They don't taste chalky. They actually taste good, and they're like five bites. So it's kind of a tease because you want to eat more of it, but you get all the protein and sustenance you need from about four or five bites. Um, Coconut, coconut, almond, salted caramel, mint chocolate. I mean, there are so many, but both the two uh, exciting ones. Tell me about the exciting ones. Yeah, the orange and strawberry, yeah, yeah. both are back for the entire summer. This isn't just like a week 
limited time basis. This is the entire summer. Some of the, uh, it, it's, they've, they've got like their own cult following and there's reason for it. Like Alex is an orange built bar truther. Like that's his, that he, he it's his ride or die. And, uh, I, I mean, you'd be hype, hard pressed. Like I'm on a very tight schedule these days with the kid. Like I, I, I sleep very little and the built bar is the perfect, like a cup of coffee and a built bar. It's the perfect breakfast. You're getting the calories, you're getting the protein you need. It's exactly what you need. And right now, just go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. Get a mix box. Figure out which ones you want because you can get three different flavors and rotate them and see which one you like the best, including the limited time flavors, strawberry and orange. LOCK15 gets you 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Final segment, Locked on Cardinals. So, man, now I want a Built Bar. Um, so here's the thing. The NFC West is arguably the worst, uh, the toughest con- uh, division in football. You could make probably a case for the AFC North now, depending on how if Cincinnati can take those steps forward. But the but the floor for the AFC North is lower than the floor for the NFC West. So I think that's probably why this isn't you know just being geocentric here. The NFC West is probably the toughest division in football, and with the Cardinals being 10 to 11 favorites to finish last, Hmm. you could say that, you know, all three teams are going to be challenges for the Cardinals. Bo can talk about the San Francisco 49ers for an hour. We don't have that much time. we got about six minutes left. But for Throwdown Thursday, and I'm going to go first, who is the biggest threat for the Arizona Cardinals in 2021? And I think it's a no-brainer, and I think it's the Rams. And when you look at Matthew Stafford getting traded – I don't know if it's an upgrade over Jared Goff because we don't know what Matthew Stafford can do in the bright lights of SoFi Stadium in L.A. It's arguable that he's never played an important game in his life besides the one playoff game he had a decade ago, whenever it was. Jared Goff, a lot of times, was the perfect puppet for Sean McVay. And we don't know what Matthew Stafford's going to be as the puppet to Sean McVay. What we do know is the best player in the NFL in Aaron Donald is on their defense. The best corner in the NFL is on their defense in Jalen Ramsey. And you have Cam Akers moving forward. You have Andrew Whitworth healthy. You have Robert Woods and Cooper Cup. I mean, argue, I mean, what, top seven, one-two punch in the NFL? And you have Sean McVay at head coach. The weight of my answer is predicated the majority of upon it being Sean McVay as the head coach. Because there are plenty of average to good teams in the NFL. But if you have a good head coach or a great head coach, that will allow you to supersede other average to good teams. And I think the Rams are in the true... They make the Cardinals look like they're rebuilding with the Rams being in the true win-now mode. They're going to be a top-five NFL pick come three years from now if this stuff doesn't work out. So I think it's a no-brainer that the Rams... The Rams, the Rams, who the Cardinals have not beat under Cliff Kingsbury. The only thing Cliff Kingsbury has gotten from Sean McVay is field passes for his Instagram girlfriend at the time. The Cardinals against the Rams ends up an L for the Cardinals 100% of the time so far. So I'm going with history, and I'm saying the Rams are the toughest threat for the Cardinals in 2021. You got it in right at the buzzer because I almost gave you a failing grade. You know, you ever have those projects where you're supposed to say at least one thing, just work it in, and, and you don't. And despite all the good work you did, it's it's an it's an F. 
you worked it in though. At the end, they've lost to Sean McVay every single time. They haven't beaten Sean McVay since. Call the closing the argument, Bo. Thank yeah, you. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Well. Mm-hmm. Nice. Nice I job. That. So Thank the you. Arizona Cardinals, though, they have to deal with a team that's uh, since Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have joined forces. They've won no less than nine games a season. They're the reigning NFC West title holders. The Seattle Seahawks are still the team to beat. Are you shocked that we didn't say the San Francisco 49ers? You shouldn't be because this this podcast is based on logic and uh, actually trying to make good predictions and not just going along with the group thing. But Agreed. look, Russell Wilson, the Seattle Seahawks, they continue to figure it out. Nothing has changed with that offense. If anything, they got a little bit stronger on the offensive line. Uh, but DK Metcalf, obviously Tyler Lockett, they've added Gerald Everett. I think that that offense is going to be even stronger. We'll see what they look like under a new OC. But uh, look, as long as you've got Russell Wilson and you have Pete Carroll, you're in the mix to win the, the division. And the Arizona Cardinals, they absolutely have to. If they want to get to where they want to go, they have to take care of business against the Seattle Seahawks. Yeah, it's going to take them beating the Rams for the first time with Sean McVay as the head coach. But at the end of the day, to kind of get over that hump and atop the mountain, it goes through Seattle. The team that for now, for the better part of a decade, has run supreme in this division, who's actually come and, and finished the job and, and gotten that title, not San Francisco, not LA, it's the Seattle Seahawks. That's the team you have to beat. I know that it's been pretty quiet up in the Pacific Northwest this offseason. The most recent headlines is some guys wanted for murder. But at the same time, when you have Russell Wilson and you have Pete Carroll, what are they, 10-7-1 against the Arizona Cardinals in their career? That's, that's, the, uh, that's public enemy number one in the desert. You have to beat the Seahawks if you want to go where, to where you want to go. Alex Lancey, Bobrock, Locked on Cardinals. Uh, Johnny Venerable from Revenge of the Birds is going to join us tomorrow. Again, Jason Moore from Fantasy Footballers will join us on Tuesday of next week to break down all the fantasy questions, information. I mean, I'm going to ask him 100 questions. That's going to be a 200-minute podcast. Better. You have and to. And it's going to be awesome. You suck at fantasy. You need to ask okay. as many questions as possible. I already used that, gonna... already used that uh, uh, dig on you earlier in the podcast. Oh. Can you pay attention, please? Okay. Alex Lindsay, Bullrock, Locked on Cardinals. We will talk to you tomorrow.